0: Hey, friends and family. Uh you have family listening? No. I but I I'm... think of all our listeners as family. Oh, that's sweet. Especially sweet ones like our buddy Mark Ferris, uh at Jesus, Ferris Print, That was awesome. Who's working on he I posted the picture of the back of that's just the back of the show. We talked today about Oh, that's the back? Yeah, yeah. We talked today about what's gonna go on the front. And oh, he was asking wow. my opinion. I'm like, listen, I am squeezing are the last two people you want to ask opinions about artistic things on.
1: I just, I just re- actually read what he posted, not just looking at it.
0: Oh, you finally read it. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. you were just looking before.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So uh, he told me what, what the front's gonna look like, and we're gonna. So uh, those <laughs> shirts will be hopefully for sale on radyears.com. So that's an update. That will happen on radios.com. Whoa. Yeah, right. So I recorded like 3 four. I can write a post about bees. Of a video. Wasps, freezer. Wasps. Don't Sorry. fucking screw up here. This was your line. Like this shirt came <laughs> from some dumb shit you said. For me saying I was scared of wasps and you saying, yeah, well, they're assholes have knives in them. <laughs> That's what this came from. So, um. Uh, I, uh, I just forgot what I was going to say. Uh,
1: this is a
0: podcast. We're doing.
1: We are were, we
0: got to the Our website. There's going to be an update. Website. There's going to be an update. Oh yeah. I recorded three fourths of a video. Uh, but today we were supposed to finish it, but someone had to do his taxes
1: you didn't tell me, I, you didn't, if you would have told me that you were doing it, I would have arranged time, but someone worked in Maryland this year, so I had to figure all that shit out. Turns out I didn't have to do anything.
0: Oh, man. Because we
1: have a reciprocal relationship in the good old Keystone State and them, those guys down there, whatever, the, uh, the water people. in the middle of you state, is that what they're called? I don't know.
0: Maryland's best known for old Crabs? Bay. No, not even. I think Old Bay is more famous because people eat a lot of people eat crabs, but everybody likes Old Bay. Like that's true. French fries, uh, potato chips, uh, sunflower seeds. Yeah, Maryland's the Old Bay state. But uh, I can go with that. Yeah, Maryland, Old Bay state. Uh, so no, uh, I have a video. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty dumb, and the last part I wanted you to help me film is going to be even more stupid. But ooh, a- I'm on board. It's gonna be fun. Uh, it's three. Quor- I shot most of it, so I started shooting it, and I realized I wasn't recording audio. Then
1: I started. I started shooting the second part, and I realized. Daniel, wait, wait, stop right now. Are you recording audio? I am, but I was starting. I I started. How this, much time is left on the card?
0: I I don't know. I started the second part, and I realized I wasn't recording video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. I love when that happens. Do you know how many jobs I've gotten? Because I've had to go and reshoot someone else's stuff because they didn't either record audio or video. Uh, it's fantastic. You, re-
0: you, I, I, have, I had to redo something you did because the card just, just wouldn't work. It
1: just went on, started on fire.
0: Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't work. But that was it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I th- It was a lot of jobs. I could have used your fucking help. It was a lot of jobs to do on my own because I was yeah. using an independent uh, uh, face tracking camera. And on a on a side monitor and a lot of lot of fucking ins and outs a, a secondary recorder,
1: yeah. This this, this independent face tracking, you this thing like fits in the palm of your hand. It sure does. And I
0: hate you for it. And it it kind of would track Shawn Michaels, but it wouldn't tilt right with him. So that's why I need you to.
1: Would you had Shawn Michaels there, and I, you let me go to do my taxes. Uh. huh
0: HBK was in the house. Mr. WrestleMania, Mr. Main Event. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I Did you watch WrestleMania?
1: Uh, Yeah. I uh, I missed a couple. So I went back and... So you're, you're, to update everybody. I missed the first
0: couple. Squeezer all of a sudden decided like a few weeks ago, he was going to get all in on the current product. I don't know anyone else who is. I am not. Uh, in fact I was talking to our friend Zombie Well that was
1: back at Royal Rumble. I alve- and that that happens every year. Every year I say again, oh, just cuz Royal Rumble gets me excited cuz that was the pay-per-view I would get and or go to a friend's house and watch cuz that was the one that we would always Right. Cuz you get to see everyone. Yeah. Um and then and then uh February comes and I you kind of you get in that Saint Valentine's Day Massacre mode and you kind of forget that and you're like oh shit and you got a quick catch up you know there's a lot of
0: wrestling before so i was talking to zombie sailor um about this just the other day and he was saying how why we were talking about reasons we don't particularly like the new product and i can't really say i don't watch it i just i'm not interested in it um but like I have I have the network. I, I pay ten bucks a month to Vince McMahon, even though I don't like the current product, just because I like watching the old shit, like the old yeah. the Superstars episodes. And there, there just wasn't a lot out there. Like the the guys would face jobbers, and there wouldn't be a big marquee match until there'd, there'd be like maybe one that was built up uh, on an episode of Superstars or Challenge, and and then like Prime Timer, or then Raw. But but uh, it would all, it was all saved for the pay per view, and there was the five majors and it all culminated in, in WrestleMania, which it apparently still does. And now that they hired Bruce back, maybe they'll start getting back to the, the year culminating in, in WrestleMania. But I don't know if I'll still, I I'm never going to watch, but congratulations to, uh, what the uh Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins.
1: You're, you're going to, you're going to say Fabe
0: Yeah. I was going to break K Fabe uh, their podcast names. Um, their podcast names. Right. On the major wrestling figure podcast, they won the tag team titles. And I'm going to say right here, it'd be really fucking cool. I might watch the product if they ditched those ugly ass fucking belts with the fucking gladiators facing each other and the red leather strap and came out with um the old school WWF tag titles. The Demolition, LOD, Nasty Boys, Rockers tag titles. Mm-hmm. Right? Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? That would be awesome. That That, would be sick. That and and those guys are are about around our age. They're old school marks like we are. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Uh, but yeah, I didn't watch it. (laughs) I watched the Hall of Fame, and (laughs) I watched the Hall of Fame. I watched the first, uh, the first, the the first like five minutes made me kind of cry. I was like, like teary eyed. Like this is so great because Hulk Hogan came out. Okay, And, and then like Paul. Paul Lee Dangerously Pauly came out. I will not wait, sir. He was playing like the trolls that don't I guess that guy who hates me for being fucking what's what did he hate me for? Like caring about people's feelings. I guess a lot of the Gamergate boys and, and trolls didn't like the fact that a women headline this year.
1: I heard about that, yeah. Well that's the whole That's reason the Brett reason Bret Hart guy got, jumped Bret Hart. Yeah. Hard.
0: So, uh, I guess they had Paulie like play on, then he came out. I will not wait for that match, sir. So if we're going to wait, we will do this one now we will be the first match on WrestleMania, sir. And, uh, uh as soon as Brock Lesnar and whoever the fuck that guy he faced was, uh, I guess he, they call him the best wrestler in business, Seth Rollins, I think he's, he's,
1: I find him entertaining.
0: Yeah, I didn't know who he was, so I turned it off. So as soon as, after the Hulkster left, I was like, "I'm not interested." Although uh, our friend Jake pointed out to me that the New Day, who I do know and I do like their antics and their cereal, their likeness of cereal, mm-hmm. did not stand for Hogan during the. I heard about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get I it. Get I guess.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, I still love the Hulkster, but you know what up new day i i i, I see you kofi kingston want to win the title
1: that i'm not gonna lie got a little weepy oh you they saw did it you right saw, they did it i didn't yeah, i again didn't i didn't watch it. it now that should have been the main event
0: now kofi if you ditch the belt and come out with the winged eagle <laughs> <laughs> then you gotta or 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 who's the, who's the woman who won is it rick flair's daughter no Oh, the um, the one they're all chanting during the Hall of Fame. Um, not Randall Rousey, the other one. I d- I don't know any of their names. <laughs> uh, if she came out with the Winged Eagle, then I'm on board too. I don't care who comes out with the wing, either the uh, woman champion or the man champion, come out with the Winged Eagle belt.
1: You know, in, in this atmosphere yeah. of uh, you know nostalgia, being big, they'd be. It wouldn't be a dumb move to come back out with that. At the same time, you're also trying to advance your product and make it something fresh and new and not go back to that. So it's a. Right. So basically, I'm, I am I kind of ruined my first
0: pick. It was WrestleMania. So why don't I go first? Even though we,
1: we're normally in like, you go first, I go first, you go first, I go first. Um, oh, man. If, if there is a Reddit sub for us, it's going to be fucking furious right now. Yeah, in like, fact, I'm gonna start one and bitch about the fact that we broke order. I'm I'm just gonna play. Well, I blame I really blame you for this because
0: I told you to make WrestleMania your first pick. You did? Yeah, remember we're gonna do Ratatmania by making you making WrestleMania your first pick about trends. Oh, I thought you said you were gonna do that. No, I said you should do it because you pick first. Oh, my bad. No, but it's all right. I I picked
1: up the slack. Oh. Radamania. We don't have anything else to talk about, really, do we? Uh, uh I, I thought we were gonna be seeing each other and we we're gonna be live.
0: No, no, we couldn't get there. We tried to work something out with uh, a certain con that won't be named, but he wanted too much for himself and was not really willing to give anything to us. So it really wasn't worth our time. You know, I'll, and you know, I love stuff. I, you know, I'll promote him. You know, because we're not petty it's 80s wrestling con it's in new jersey it seems pretty cool check it out you can get your tickets it's in like two or three weeks but uh he was like you could interview me you know uh, i don't think people want to hear interviews on this show unless it's like someone worth it not that he's not worth it but he's just promoting the con uh but yeah I, I re- we're talking 80s trends and there's no bigger trend that started in the 80s than WrestleMania. Media! I just woke up enchantress doing my poor <laughs> Vincent man.
1: Uh, I got, yeah, I got a three year old upstairs that you woke up yeah. to, so. So. I think we'll be okay.
0: Um. I love this song, started in WrestleMania 3. It's called The Showcase of the Immortals. And The Showcase
1: of the Immortals! Well, I'm glad. Oh, I'm so glad you even mentioned WrestleMania 3. Because before you even mentioned this, going back, and before this was even a topic. Yeah. Out of the blue, um. I I borrowed the login for a friend just to check it out, you know. Uh, rather than burn my trial, I just wanted to see how this uh, WWE network was. So I just, right. you know, dipped my toes in. Right. And I had to pick one match to watch. And so I went full meme. I'm like, I haven't seen this in forever. Let's see if it still holds up to be as good as they say it is. And I went back and I rewatched uh, Macho Man Ricky, Dragon Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, <laughs> welcome. I had the best match at WrestleMania because I am Andre the Giant.
0: I bustle George.
1: Fuck, it was good.
0: Did you get to Bruce Pritchard saying uh, the telling the story of everyone knows the story of Andre the Giant drinking so much uh, that he passed out in a hotel lobby and they couldn't move him, so they just basically mm-hmm. left him there. That yeah. happened in our fucking hometown. Prop, like I think. Uh- Three miles from that, your house.
1: Was at the GW?
0: Hell yeah, it was. Bruce ah, Pritchard tells the story. Sweet. He goes, it was the Washington Inn. I don't know if it was Hamburg or Allentown, but it was Washington. It w- that was, what was it? Not even three miles from your house. Like two miles from your house.
1: Growing up? Yeah. Uh, growing up. It was, I would measure it by blocks. I, w- I would say not even a mile. Right. It was so close. And it was probably, I think, four and a half miles from my house. Now it's a Home Depot that has an awesome cheesesteak shop out front, and it's your, it's Squeezer's favorite place to eat. Rascals at the Home Depot. <laughs> Home Depot. <laughs> um, it's so good that when the guy's buddy came in and he was making my cheesesteak, and he gave my cheesesteak to his buddy, and then started making mine again, I didn't complain. Right, I just sat there quietly it's, it's and waited. Kind of,
0: but that is the hollow ground where Andre the Giant passed out. It's also where uh, uh, Superfly Jimmy Snooker may or may not have killed his girlfriend. Yeah. She stood trial for here And now. Uh, you can look all this up. I'm not making it up. Bruce Pritchard told the story about Andre, uh the morning call and local newspapers will tell the story about uh Superfly. Uh yeah, the the Samoans have a rich history. Or here. we can have Jimmy do it. That's yeah, true, Jimmy. Yeah, we 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 know a lot of people. Uh, so I, I learned something from Dave this weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, our buddy Dave. In the history of WWF, uh Every camera four operator has been from the Lehigh Valley.
1: No shit. Mhm.
0: It was Superka at WrestleMania. I uh apparently he got in the way of somebody immediately and got <laughs> pushed out it's Superka's thing. <laughs> well, it's hey, he got my way. I didn't get in his way. We look out for that. Yeah. Uh but yeah, and it was Dave before that and they said someone else but yeah, uh in the history of WWF on television. Now I am probably way it's they it came from Dave so
1: it's probably wrong. <laughs>
0: Cameron Four has always been operated by someone from Leon Valley.
1: I mean, uh, we gotta get him on. His M- stories are the best.
0: McMahon's his Yeah, but we gotta do a disclaimer. This may or not may or may not be true. And it's not like Dave's lying. He's just no. wrong. But his iron Sheik stories are the best. Yeah, eating at the uh well, like eating at the restaurant, and it was on on on, um, on McMahon's dime, so he just ordered everything.
1: Uh, there's I I don't want to I don't. There's something about it, the the test story is my f- absolute favorite. Yeah, there's a lot of good stories. We so uh, McMahon kind of started his whole thing here,
0: I, I, and Bruce Pritchard told the story on uh, Get Your Bingo Cards Out, something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard, that when they were thinking of doing Monday Night Raw Live, like it came down to pretty much Manhattan or Allentown as the place that we're going to do it. So like McMahon has a long story history and he tells the story of like, if you listen to the WrestleMania 10 podcast, the, the one of the, 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 the uh, television storm ca- from hell, Snowstorm from hell and at stable arena, I was there and that was what, that was when they had the, uh, Shawn Michaels came out to the ring and diesel was holding the ladder and I was in the, the, the uh, audience with my dad, and they fucked it up. So they had them re- go back and redo it. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And that's like, right into this is fucking bullshit fake stuff. Uh, I don't know what the <laughs> hell you thought. I don't know what, what do you think is real. So yeah, that was, uh, it's still real to me, damn it. Um, but yeah, the, the, the most famous, the, my favorite, where everyone else was watching WrestleMania 65 or whatever we're at, I was watching WrestleMania 10. Just to see the fucking ladder match between Shawn Michaels and I'm the biggest. Is there a bigger HBK mark out there than me?
1: No, no, I'm no. Not. You're you're all in.
0: Yeah, uh, HBK and Razor Ramon, but he is probably the best, maybe second behind Ric Flair, but the best technical wrestler
1: in the history of the game. Well, I'm not. I'm I'm not gonna disagree i'm not gonna agree i don't want to get our, our reddit sub all fired up <laughs> those experts agree with me i'm not i'm not alone in saying that did you watch the you didn't watch the macho man thing yet from vice did you uh
0: no i know it exists because yeah. bruce tried to distance himself last <laughs> week on the podcast <laughs> i recorded that so long i don't even know what i said i'm sure you tried to do your impression I, i'm working on my impression
1: my impressions um from what i recall i don't think it was anything that he should be concerned about well after liz i was a I was a sleepy goose though i was exhausted i was in and out so who knows
0: if did you listen to the macho man something to wrestle with no so after uh mach and miss liz broke up mach was a fucking ladies man to say the least mm-hmm. but he'd go out in his fucking boots Full types of moods. First name macho, last name man. Read the boots, (laughs) Bruce. Let's buy these. Let's buy these ladies' drinks. You pay, (laughs) and um, like he, he, like Bruce was his like like uh, wingman. They'd go out for for women. So he's got some good stories. That's one of my favorite uh, something to wrestle with, the monster man, and he cries in that too. You'll cry. They were very close, like very close. Like he was. That match with um, the 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 tag team where uh, uh, Macho Man and um, I forget who the hell was in his corner took on uh, Macho King, took on uh, Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire, and they had Miss Liz in a in corner. Bruce was in the corner for a lot of that when they would travel the road with that. Mm-hmm. So Bruce was on the road with Dusty Rhodes, Macho Man, and Liz. Travel and then like became like best friends with them. Was a great it was great story. It's like I'm the second most uh, recognizable athlete in the world. The the American Dream, dusty Rose, a uh, Bruce Bichard, yeah, pontificating on on this, you know. And then he said one night he got pulled over, and he kept saying like behind Muhammad Ali, he was the second most like recognizable athlete in the world. He gets pulled over by uh, a cop in New Jersey, of New Jersey nonetheless. And the cop's like writing him out. He's like, You know how fast you're going? He's like, Yeah, after I was speeding, I was about eighty five, but on the Mac and Dream Dusty Rose. And cop looked at me, he goes, like, who are you guys? You guys you guys famous or something? He's like, Yeah, you might have seen me or something. He goes, I know you looks at Bruce, he goes, Your brother love. And Bruce just gets like the biggest sheeted and grin because because <laughs> the dream kept saying he's the second most recognizable athlete in the world behind Muhammad Ali and this cop in New Jersey knows. Bruce, brother, as brother love before dream, and he's like, don't ever mention this again, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great stuff, if you go back and listen to those podcasts. Uh, uh, it's a bingo marker on our uh, Radiers bingo, and um, it's, it's a fun time. But yeah, WrestleMania. Sorry in the 80s, and uh, it's still going today. Uh, apparently, it was a big deal this past weekend. showed up this
1: week it was the entire weekend you know know
0: what I should have picked I want to rescind my pick okay it's no longer Wrestlemania
1: well we didn't really talk about
0: Wrestlemania so you're fine (laughs) my pick we're talking about trends from the 80s correct uh yeah and we're talking about things that started in the 80s as a trend and quite possibly could still be going but might have died right sure I think as WrestleMania I don't know if can you call it a trend What are you looking at? Hold on, I'm trying to look something up on YouTube. Kill time for me. All right, here it okay. is. This is the true trend. This
1: Hulkamania is a true, tra- is a true yeah, trend Yeah, I would the agree 80s. there. Yeah. There you go. That's a more accurate thing is what a trend is, whereas WrestleMania is a thing that happens once a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Hulkamania was a huge trend. Rock and yes. wrestling, which we'll get into when I have a further pick. But uh, but I, I still marked the hell out when this guy came
1: out. I loved it. You had the luck. Lo- Come on. I didn't. I missed that part.
0: It was the, the opening part.
1: I know. I, like I said, the blonde came lady in. came out. I she watched, was hosting. I, watched... I, I came in late. I, I missed that. And the blonde lady. I, I came in late. I watched that, and then I just watched the pre-show because I wanted to watch the Broski's win the title. So.
0: I know. I did uh, I I'm the worst fan ever. I didn't even watch them. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan.
1: It's your life. Yeah. yeah. I
0: was watching. I um,
1: <laughs> just shrugged it off like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was watching the Wolf Pit review fucking barbecue tips. Ooh. Mm-hmm. you know the company across the street was making buffalo sauce tonight. oh i know i smell and like so we, i came back from lunch and i was
0: because i have a company car i have to keep it clean i was like trying to get a stain off my side of my my car and i'm like what is that what is that and then i went inside and i came back out and i took it i got another whiff of it i'm like oh shit squeezer said they're making buffalo scent
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so whatever and then if, someone
1: goes oh no i think it's salt and vinegar no it was it's buffalo like, oh, it was no, totally well, buffalo to be fair Buffalo sauce is just basically salt and vinegar. So No, it's cayenne and vinegar. Yeah, and salt.
0: And salt. We went to a uh, – little Dave and I went to a, uh, the Mission Barbecue again today. Yeah. I don't know why I decided that was a good idea again. You and I went the first time. It was bad.
1: It, it, it's not that it's bad. It's just they keep asking me how, every, how good everything is and that they make their own sauces when I just want to be left alone and eat my meat. No, I, th- I think Dickie's is better than... Yeah, if we're talking
0: chains. I, I, I'm talking chicken.
1: Oh, okay. I I, pre- I prefer a guy in a trailer on the side of the road with one of those little wavy, wacky arm guys saying, hey, I got meat. Yeah, the, the chicken, Some it was just dry. I need good chicken. I mean, I'm a huh. chicken guy. Yeah, and chicken's easier
0: to dry, and everyone's going to say, yeah, chicken's the worst, get brisket, you would say it, right? Or pork. Oh, yes. Right, but I like chicken, and the chicken's just better at Dickie's than then what's it called? Uh, uh, Mission. Oh, oh. But the cheesy whatever baked potatoes are pretty good.
1: Ooh, and they fan. have
0: they have Diet Mountain Dew on tap. At, uh, oh, it's a good
1: thing you're getting that Diet Mountain Dew when you're eating your cheesy baked potato and.
0: Yeah, I'm a healthy boy. <laughs> Yeah, but WrestleMania started in 1984, WrestleMania 1. Vince McMahon had this grand idea of like doing some uh, sort of uh, special event that can only be seen by people who pay an exorbitant amount of money for. Uh, Whoever thought it would work, he did, and it did, and it became huge. Everyone copied Mm -hmm. his model, and what are we, 36 years later, it's still working today. Yep. Uh, It was... I didn't realize it was still on pay per view until uh, someone at work said they watched it um, on pay per view. I thought it was only on his network, but think about like all these people trying to start networks Disney trying to make all this content, Netflix struggling for content, Hulu struggling for content. Vince McMahon knew all along I'm buying all these, these, I'm buying WCW, ECW. Sure, I don't care if I get the contracts, I get the tape libraries, and I make this much content a year. <sighs> Like, he was primed to make a Netflix before any of these other channels were.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's hence WWE Network. A trend from the 80s, WrestleMania, Hulkamania, wrestling that still kind of survives today. And then I was reading an article about this guy named Bill from Mattel who designed the retro figures that I love so much
1: mm-hmm. based mm-hmm.
0: on the Hab- Hasbros. So Walmart apparently kept asking for its own, like, special line and then they they decided for, to do this and they thought it was only going to be a one-off that first series and it became so popular it became a two-off and then it became a regular series and now it's like their most popular line. So, it does my heart good. Knowing this retro shit isn't just you and me. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a deep-seated thing. But yeah, uh, that is my first pick. There we go. WrestleMania. Squeezer what's your here's your first pick uh, let's
1: st- let's stick to more uh shirtless men
0: all right here we go they hunted him down murdered his friends and took the only thing he would kill for you gotta cooperate right, right? wrong no somewhere somehow someone's gonna pay remember sally when i promised to kill you last i lied Arnold Schwarzenegger Commando Let's party In First Blood He fought for his life This time Ah! He's fighting for a lot more If winning means he has to die He'll die
1: What you choose to call hell He calls home Stallone (laughs) is back as Rambo I'm coming to get you First Blood too. Starts Wednesday at a theater near you. Consult your local listings. Did you consult your local listing? Uh I wasn't born uh no, I was two, so no, I wasn't checking my local listing. Pulling commando, you know who wrote that, right?
0: Uh yeah, that oh shit. I ha- Jeff Johns. You shouldn't yeah. even think about it.
1: Sorry, I got it written down somewhere. Jeff Johns part. is
0: who squeezer, don't make me quiz you here.
1: Let me get my bingo card out.
0: He's the head of Marvel television. He wrote Superman for all seasons, Batman along Halloween. Uh, He wrote a hush with fucking Jim Lee. Oh, my God. I worship the ground that man walks on. (laughs) He is probably one of my he is. He is my favorite comic book writer on the planet. And um, he started his career with Commando. Yeah. His first book, his first book was uh, he got a job with uh, DC and they gave him Challengers of the Unknown, Charles. And he oh did, well he did awesome shit with it. Like, and then they're like, oh, how about like doing some of these like one off Dark Knight books, like the bat, the Halloween books? And he kept doing like the Dark Knight Halloween special. And then he did he did obviously um, Long Halloween. Which is if you re- if you've seen the movie The Dark Knight, all the Harvey Dent shit came from Jeff Johns. Guy's a genius. <laughs> my one of my favorite. If no, he's my favorite comic book writer. Okay. All right, we got we got past. Remember when I saw him at? All right, all
1: right. New York I College? know. I was. Just, I'm thinking about you being. Um, you went full little schoolgirl.
0: I did. I saw. I saw and no one else. No, I don't think anyone else in the building knew who the hell he was. And I saw him at uh, New York Comic Con, and I'm like,
1: "Well, I'm pretty sure New York Comic Con. Some people knew who he was. Some people did, but he was really he
0: he wasn't walking around with anybody. He was just like meandering around. I'm like, "Oh my God, Squeezer! Oh my God, Squeezer! You're like, what, what, what? Did you find a Walter subject? Pop? I'm like, No, that's Jeff Johns. <laughs> and Lisa's like, Let's. My sister's like, Go get his autograph. I'm like, on what? My
1: tits? <laughs> you could put him on mine.
0: Yeah, well, like, no." Those are mine. No one can sign them.
1: Hmm.
0: It's belonging to me. You don't have tits. Oh, hey, Shmuffin.
1: Oh, thank you, Schmuffin, for saving us from that.
0: Being weird.
1: Yeah, just a little.
0: I got a little weird when I saw Jip jo- And also, uh, Jim Lee and um, I think we saw someone else. Jim Lee was downstairs with the, the, the Batman v Superman. It was before we saw Batman v Superman, so we yeah. were still giving it the benefit of the doubt at that time.
1: Yeah, they had all the costumes there. But remember when there was free coffee?
0: Oh, yeah, you you really enjoyed <laughs> that.
1: What, what yeah, was that?
0: Team.
1: I don't give a shit. It was free coffee. It was like Marvel. It there there was Mar- Marvel licensed K-Cups. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's all it was. But that's the only thing I remember from all our years ago. That and almost being murdered in an Uber on the way there. You're too. Yeah. Um, ah, anyway... Something happened in the 80s. I don't know. Was it maybe the excesses of the 80s or just we were primed and ready for it? It was the American rah-rah. All of a sudden, we just said, hey, let's take a bunch of muscle-bound freaks, oil them up, and have them murder everyone that's humanly possible on screen. And we dove all in on these guys.
0: We already talked about WrestleMania.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about guys like uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone.
0: What about Mr. T? Because he was also in oh. WrestleMania too. Mr. T,
1: was, Mr. T was also in Rocky. Oh, so was the Hulkster.
0: So was uh, ThunderLips.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, look, action movies have been around for some time. Uh, you could argue Battleship Potemkin was an action film. Or Birth of a Nation has some action scenes in it <laughs> um, but I think what you, your point is modern action modern action and and it started to build and and throughout the 70s you can argue like well you know you, and you know I, I would before say that the summer bl- <laughs> the tentpole block
0: action blockbuster gave birth in the in the 80s
1: yes and, and, aliens and your action
0: star and I would say aliens Rambo and Terminator
1: Yes, yeah. and um, so well, e- even like the first Rambo was more action thriller. It was a fairly smart, sophisticated film. Um, and then they just, and then First Blood Part Two, they're it was just like just dumb to fuck. Do. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I- if I could, uh, so I pulled up, uh, thank God for uh, fandom wikis, because uh, on the Rambo wiki, I have a page for all of his numbers of kills in movies. Mm. And this is where they kind of start. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. So uh, uh, aside from his, I think he had 49 kills that they mentioned in Vietnam. Like, but those are all off-screen backstory deaths. Uh, he kills uh, one guy in First Blood in the first movie. And that's a Galt, who he throws a rocket helicopter. The helicopter peels off, and he falls out and dies on the rocks. So it's not even like a direct kill. You know, you could almost say it's manslaughter. Uh, And he doesn't even kill Brian Dennehy. Um, And then uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2, he goes back to Vietnam to rescue some POWs. In, in say, an hour and a half movie, he racks up 75 kills. Hey, Drew,
0: first blood.
1: (laughs) That's me
0: doing McMahon (laughs) doing Rambo. (laughs)
1: He should do movie trailers. Thank you. Um, oh. And most of that was with a bow and arrow and a knife. And in Rambo 3, he had 115 kills. Um, that was the one in Afghanistan. Uh, I think, what was that? 80, what, that might have even been 90. No. I'll check date on it. Uh, and then the, the most recent one, that Rambo 4 that came out a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, he did have 254 kills in that movie. Which is a, a little absurd. There's a scene where he kills like a hundred guys within like thirty seconds with an aircraft gun, uh, and it's horrifically violent.
0: Yeah, well, well. Um, right.
1: But something happened. So you went from like the seventies and you had some real gritty movies, some action movies, and uh, and even sixties too. And you had guys like uh, Steve McQueen and and Charles Bronson, Clint Eastwood. Right. Like those were your action guys. Right. Um. <clears throat> And even though, like, they weren't, like, the, they wouldn't, like, take their shirt off, muscle, oil themselves up, and go out there. Although, I'm pretty sure Steve McQueen is probably pretty ripped. Um, and then, yeah, it came, came the early 80s. And especially, and even then, like, your in early 80s, your action stars weren't these muscle-bound freaks. So, like, 81, you had Escape from New York, you know, and you got Snake Plissken there. And you had Mad Max 2 and raiders of the lost art came out oh
0: wait wait back up yeah what are your thoughts on them recasting to do the next next or reboot or whatever the fuck they're doing with escape from new york for snake
1: oh is that going down
0: uh, apparently and um uh carpenters apparently not involved
1: oh see i don't think there's a need for that because what you can do is you do the same thing that they do with like metal gear solid and you know snake is old and you just Fucking get Kurt Russell in there and be an old ass Snake Plissken. Well,
0: not a bad idea. I, mm. I definitely think they should have both Carpenter and uh, Kurt Russell involved. Uh, even even if he's like, oh, Escape from LA sucked. I okay, all right. Yeah,
1: yeah. It did. Escape from LA felt like uh, it was like my friends and I could have done that with our camcorder.
0: Yeah, but the soundtrack was pretty rad. So the
1: soundtrack was awesome.
0: Uh, but anyway, uh, I don't like the idea that they're redoing it. Like, no, like, come on, come on, like, give me a sequel, uh, give me something, <laughs> like, don't redo it. Give me a, uh, give me a new version of the story with, but find a way to incorporate the old one. Soft reboots, soft reboots are what what the big thing is. Uh, episode yeah, seven. Yeah, like you could
1: you could still have Snake in there, but then just have him as a or k- kill Snake off, like you did Han Solo. And right. have someone else take the helm right, from there. Right, that's
0: what I'm saying. Episode 7, soft reboot. Uh, yeah. Jurassic World, soft reboot. You reboot the world without fucking shit. Episode shitting.
1: 8, hard reboot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there was some... I was listening to ID10T or whatever that Chris Hardwick's podcast is called now, mm-hmm. Nerdist. And he had some guy, the guy who did... um uh, Fuck, I can't remember his name. He did... um whatever but he was talking about not liking that movie and he's like I'm sick of people uh, calling me alt right just because I don't like episode 8 <laughs>
1: He's
0: like can't you just not like a movie and I I like it I like the more I watch it the more I like it like Really? Yeah, uh yeah it's, it's fucking Star Wars it's just if you like it just But for... it's
1: not Let's not start this fight
0: Yeah but 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 you know me I like cheesy comedy That, that there's not it, a fight it, like you know why I like it, and I know why you don't like it.
1: Yeah, it, it it just didn't feel like a Star Wars movie, to you. Yeah,
0: but to me it does.
1: Huh. All right.
0: So, and that's all. That's all anyone has to know about.
1: Well, right? oh, it might have felt like a Star Wars movie in nineteen ninety
0: nine. And I and who likes that movie more than me?
1: Ah, uh, fair enough. All right, fine. Two thousand three. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's no worst Star Wars movie.
0: Episode two is the worst Star Wars movie.
1: No, I I disagree. I that, to me that's number one for me. It feels like a procedural. Well, it's it's my personal favorite. My but... fir-
0: my favorite is New Hope. Four I go four, five, seven, six, one, three,
1: two. I see. I go two. Five, four.
0: Hold on, let me sl- slow down. I have to think of it. Two, two is Empire.
1: No, two. Oh
0: no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the piece of shit. You like the worst yeah.
1: one? Well, it, only for the part where Natalie Portman's in, like the little midriff thing.
0: Okay, I, I, that's fair enough.
1: That—that's basically. And at the time, hold you know, me yeah. like you did on Jakku, Anakin. Who are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So fuzzy tinglies aside though, then I gotta go well here's the thing. It's weird. I, I prefer I like Empire then New Hope, but when they did that the digital remake in like ninety seven, right. When they updated and added in like Java and a l- few extra scenes in the in the the Death Star trench run. Right. Then I go New Hope Empire. Okay. Like just that little bit of extra work that they did that, yeah. tweak it. I like New 100%. Hope. You know, yeah. New Hope
0: for me is my favorite. Four, then Empire. And then I think Seven goes after that. I, l- I really love Episode Seven.
1: Yeah, I I, I I do. The the X-Wing's coming down over the water scene. Like, really just, you know, kills it. And then anytime Then I uh, gotta put Jedi up there just because anytime yeah, yeah, you can re- watch Ewoks die, right. you gotta... Return of the Jedi
0: goes next. I love <laughs> Return of the Jedi. It, it fucks the story up for a lot of people where it's his dad and, you know, it's like... So he makes everything right, and when he's supposed to be the biggest bad in the universe, that's what people get pissed about and then I'd have to go, okay, so I go one, two, seven, no, I'm sorry i I'm screwing up four, five, seven, six, one, three, two. that's my order. Wait, I forgot eight ha
1: <laughs> ha says the guy who likes it.
0: I do like it, I do like it though. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay. Anywho. Um, but they're
0: releasing the teaser for nine soon. So that's gotta be
1: exciting for everybody. Oh uh, yeah. I'm pumped for that. Uh, and I mean, between that and I'm, I'm so excited for Ghostbusters. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I know. Uh, I, I'm just kind of, I'm, God, I feel like a little kid right now. Like just waiting for it. But <clears throat> that aside, something happened there where they, there was a period of time where it was just muscle bound freaks doing their thing. <laughs> and it, this was definitely a trend throughout the 80s because then it started to taper off. And I mean, and you also have like, you know, Invasion USA. So you have Chuck in there, you know, doing his thing. Uh, and he's got a little more hair in that. Be- oh, he's just so, so badassly handsome. And and at the same time, too, I went back through and because I, I was, I spent, wasted so much time on this. Because, you know, I get sucked down in little wormholes. Um, right. And because I had mentioned, you know, Charles Bronson and because, like, you know, Death Wish and stuff. And, um, and even you can argue, like, Great Escape is an action film with the motorcycle scenes and stuff like that. And I love that damn movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but Charles Bronson with Death Wish. And then they made how many sequels? throughout the 80s the fact that they parried it on the simpsons where it's just like death wish nine and he's like i wish i were dead um i like the the
0: charles bronson he's like hey ma something like oh no dice no No um (laughs) charles Bronson, charles bronson land or whatever the fuck it was yeah Yeah.
1: um hey ma and and charles bronson's awesome i'm a big fan but the death wish movies so I went back and rewatched a lot of Death Wish 3 because that was in the same time period as like uh, Commando and uh, Rambo 2 and Invasion USA. Red, Red Sonia came out then, which Schwarzenegger reply, reprised Conan, but he wasn't Conan. Cause
0: he wasn't Conan.
1: Con- it, all right. He wasn't Conan. Um, but it, it, it was so. Oh, God, it was so bad it was so bad it was it was hard to watch just to go back and go and, on youtube and schwarzenegger's and wife death, in that movie
0: was the wife of the guy who played he-man and masters of the universe <laughs> so was,
1: well and at the same time yeah that's right masters of the universe and it was just hulking meatheads for the longest time and it wasn't until you know like in the last couple of years you know when like stallone came out and like the oma- the the homage of Expendables, um, really does sum up that whole era, of just excess, and and it's excess in so many ways of just steroids and bullets. That uh, if you if you tried to make a sincere movie like this now, it would it would flop miserably. I think
0: they did a pretty good job with the Creed movies.
1: Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, but there was a good story there. Same Great thing with story. Rocky. Like, Rocky 1, 2, and eh, I guess 3, you know. I have a good story to him. It, it, It's I'm, I'm talking about just, like, guys going in the jungle with a machine gun and killing 100 okay, those people.
0: those movies come right out to, like, Netflix now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Netflix or, you know, yeah, it used to be direct-to-video. Oh, and I'm, I'm leaving out Punisher. I'm, like, uh, well, yeah, Punisher. Uh, that was, is that 89? I think that was 89, right? The Dolph right? Lundgren one? Yeah, the Dolph Lundgren one. Yeah, um, and also, you know, but, like, you also had the RoboCop, Predator. Uh, finally, like, you were getting real violence on the screen, you know? Like, you had it in other movies back, you know, before then. But now it's like, that was this was the marketing of it, was this is going to be a violent action movie.
0: And let's make a kid's action figure line after it. Absolutely.
1: Hey, we did a show about that. You should go check it out.
0: R-rated movies and the toys based on them uh, about two years ago.
1: I can't believe it was that long ago.
0: It was a year ago. It was last year. It was a year Was it New really? Yep.
1: It felt like forever ago. But yeah, I'm losing my voice right now, so let's move on.
0: All right. My next pick is the second one.
1: To play the Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: The Nintendo
1: Entertainment System. Now you're playing with...
0: It's hard to... uh Say that Nintendo was a fad of the '80s, uh, when we live in current times when there's T-shirts, there's, there's merch, there's plushies, there's action figures of Mario and all these characters. But all this stuff happened in the '80s. Nintendo became a fad in the '80s in a big way, a big, bad way. There were bed sheets. there were pajamas, and a lot of this stuff I had, and I'm assuming you had as well.
1: Oh yeah, the, the bed sheets for sure. There were uh the between the, there was a mix like the Mario and the Zelda ones I'm just saying Nintendo in general. Oh yeah. So
0: we're talking bed sheets, clothing, t-shirts, uh sweaters, raincoats. Um there was Avon products. So I had this Nintendo uh, Super Mario brothers 2 wallet where it was Mario it was like a, one of those um uh, hologram things where like the image like moves. It was him pulling the mushroom out of the ground. It was my wallet. Oh, yeah. He had shampoo. He had soda. There was so much stuff. Uh, shampoo, soda, uh, clothing. Um, he had a cartoon. He had the breakfast cereal we talked about, the Nintendo uh, uh, cereal system, which had two bags in it, the, the, the berry-flavored Zelda cereal and the fruit-flavored Mario cereal. Yeah, Nintendo serial system. Nintendo was huge in a big bad way, and it was such a fan in, in the '80s. Uh, after it came to America, now we refer to the original Nintendo as NES, the Nintendo mm-hmm. Entertainment System, because that's what it was called. But back then, it was Nintendo, and anything that was associated with it was Nintendo. Uh, I think there was uh, pretty much no bigger fan in the '80s than Nintendo,
1: and I'll hedge my bets on that. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. In, in fact, and it's not even, yeah, it's just, and everything that came with it, you know, like you're, they, they created pop culture icons Yeah, my are my note know, today relevant, relevant today. It's still a pop culture icon. Yeah.
0: And, um, few people can say, few people, pop culture icons today can say, oh, action figure, um cartoon video game bigger than jesus i think that's what mario said at some point
1: that was the beatles i, I think mario that was john said lennon it.
0: mario and luigi said it also
1: okay well i i would i could argue that mario and luigi were bigger than the beatles absolutely so ipso facto um bigger than jesus
0: there you go people but with all that like accoutrement behind it I think mm-hmm. it's fair to say uh, that Nintendo was probably one of the biggest fads of the 1980s,
1: uh, without a question. And then, now when you say, "Well, you said fad," but we're talk- like not in a bad way. Trends?
0: Like, Are we doing trends, fads? Trends, fad. Yeah.
1: It, the, we, uh, we say that we mix them up. It doesn't and, have to.
0: It doesn't have to be something that ended in the 1980s. Yeah, and it's not a negative we, connotation we, first, when you my say first, fad either. Yeah, my first pick was WrestleMania. Your first first pick was like muscle like superstar heroes and both picks are still going. My third pick's Nintendo well second pick, but third of the show. And still like these are fads that started in the nineteen eighties and are still holding strong today
1: in two thousand nineteen. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. All right. No, no. I I would never. Even if I did, I'd keep my mouth shut. No, you're a sweet boy. All right, here's your next pick.
0: is going away to camp. So? So, so who's going to program the VCR? Panasonic understands. So this VCR is as simple to program as drawing a line. This Panasonic shows you what to do on
1: screen. You can even use a phone to program this VCR.
0: My parents don't need me anymore. They got a Panasonic VCR too, huh? If it's Panasonic, it's easy to program.
1: I remember this commercial. I really I, do remember that one. I remember VCRs being hard as fuck to program. Oh, dude, and and this is what we do for a living and I still couldn't fucking do it. Nah. Um so when we're talk we're talking trends and the way, you know, um, technology influences our lives. And so in the mid to late 1970s, and well, going back to the 50s, they had the, uh, the Ampex VRX 1000 in 1956. If you had $50,000, <clears> you could own your own VCR. Uh, most of those were in, all of them were in high end, uh, big money, uh, TV production houses or uh, <clears throat> broadcast stations, stuff like that. Now... In the late 70s, you know, VCRs started to pick up steam. And you had um, a couple formats. And you had the format wars. And if you're... Holy shit, some of you might not even be old enough to remember this. But there was the, the disc format wars. Um, so let's jump ahead. We know DVD kills VHS. And then eventually... Do you remember <laughs> the Blu-ray HD DVD war? Absolutely. It, w- it, was, it wasn't nearly as hotly contested, I would say, as the VHS Betamax one. Would you?
0: No, it was kind of dead. In, everyone knew HD DVD was dead in the water right away.
1: Yeah, and, but at the same time, they just kept kind of – like they just kept needling at them. Like, it, it wasn't a knockout fight, but it was clearly a 12-round uh, – this is going to make me do math – It was 12 rounds of just like 10 sevens. It wasn't fun to watch. It was was just a guy just basically just dancing around and jabbing. There was a point when every company that made the players
0: was like, oh, we're only going to make Blu-ray. It it was when PlayStation said they're supporting Blu-ray. That was pretty much a death blow. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Let's go back. So there's a war on. And at the same time that there's a cold war going on, there's a hot war going on. And it's between Sony and JVC. And JVC ended up winning this war uh, down the road. So, yeah, Sony had Betamax. uh, JVC had VHS. Now, we originally, we had a Betamax in our house. That was our first. Uh, And personally, and from my experience, and it's basically well established, Betamax was a better format. Quality one hundred percent. We had
0: Betamax too. The records were so much better. And the tapes were smaller.
1: Yeah, and and but tapes too. were not
0: cheaper, and that yeah, does not bode fine. well for making. Uh,
1: yeah, creating a ma- basically mass production. No pornography. And, pornography sold. Oh uh, well, yeah. I was trying to keep it clean. You're right. But yeah, porno is what basically did it. Uh, but at the same time too. It was cheaper to produce VHS tapes. It was cheaper to produce VHS re- machines, um, and also the the licensing. Whereas JVC was more willing to let more people build VHS decks. You know how Sony is with their products. So it's yeah, like the right. Betamax is theirs. So yeah. VHS. Wonder why mini
0: much- discs didn't take off, right?
1: I, I think so, or I think mini. It was just in a weird time where it's like, it, it. By the time it was just about to pick up, like, USB thumb drives came along. You know what I mean? Am I right on my timing there?
0: Uh, n- n- no, but you're right about like MP3s coming along. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was, it was just a little, uh, too little, too late, maybe. Um, but what it really did was change the way we watch TV. Whereas now like it's, you can't even describe how we watch TV now, or if you do at all. Um, I do just cause it's weird. And we, and we had this, this and we still joke about it now. Like, uh, one of, uh, uh <clears throat> a dear friend of ours who we work with wanted to get home so he can go and watch Hogan's heroes on, uh, was it my TV?
0: Uh, me TV,
1: me TV. Um, and it's on it from 10 to 11. And you're like, you know, you can just go watch it on YouTube. But for me, it and it's ingrained in him, just like it's ingrained in me. There's something about watching it at that time. And I still have that in my head. There's something I just find it's that it's that sitting around the radio fireside chat kind of thing you take a tiny little bit of pleasure or solace or comfort knowing that somewhere else someone is watching the exact same thing at the same time, even though they might be, you know, a thousand miles away.
0: But now for me, Squeezer, what I always wanted as a kid is what I have now. I wanted anything I wanted to watch on. I didn't know like phones would be a thing, but like at the tip of my finger, you know, at at my beck and call. You
1: didn't necessarily have to have it in your hand. But if you got home, you wanted to be able to watch whatever you want whenever you wanted.
0: Right. And now you can do that. And I prefer yes. that. Like that's like te- television. <clears throat> sound I don't, built.
1: I, don't I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But if there is something like a special event or, you know, something going on or something like a WrestleMania, which, you know, fuck, I just opened up Instagram and in instant spoiler. So you kind of do want to watch it at live. There, there sometimes is something to that. Especially a sporting event, Um, or you know, remember back in the day where it's like when they would tease like the the big time, you know, movie debut on a network. I I remember when ABC, uh, Saving Private Ryan, was the big one. Remember when ABC was going to air Saving Private Ryan? Oh yeah. And I think it was like a, a, was it a Tuesday night or it might have been a Sunday night. But in that they were going to air it straight through, no edits, no cuts. It was sponsored by Ford. I I think it was sponsored by – yeah, it was sponsored by Ford, so there would be no commercial breaks. <clears throat> and it was like, you know, because to, to cut out the violence of that movie does it a disservice. You know, it kind of is a, a slap of the face. Uh, to the face. Uh, you hear me losing my voice? I apologize, folks.
0: Uh, I was too. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm a-, a
1: crackly mess.
0: Um, but, uh, but if it's it's Ten Commandments gets played every Easter, right?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So it's yeah. it's that kind of thing. Yeah, I get that, but I'm more and of a same thing. Christmas story,
1: right, uh, uh,
0: Christmas Vacation. I'm more of a watch th- 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 when th- th- I th- want. Christmas
1: Vacation. Like I I have it on how many different formats of Christmas Vacation I have. You know, I have it on VHS, I have it on DVD, I have it on Blu-ray, and I can watch it streaming. But if it's on cable, even edited, I'll still watch it. Same thing, Goodfellas, Aliens. I have that in every format imaginable. The only I don't have it in Laserdisc. That's the only thing I don't have those movies in format-wise. Right. But if it's on cable and edited, I will still watch it. Die Hard, I watch just because I find it hilarious.
0: That, it's also a great Christmas
1: movie. It is, but it, Die Hard Two is my favorite to watch on cable. Yeah. The, the dubbing, they kind of just like, ah, fuck bad. it. Let's just go with it. But what, but what the VCR did was just, it was the first thing to really change the way people watch TV. And you used to have to pick and choose. Where now you could record and, well, oh, at the time, you could do whatever you record want. Whenever you want. But yeah, you can record stuff and catch up. And all of a sudden, you could be that cool person, you know, at the water cooler because. You also watched it, even though you went to bed at nine o'clock, and it doesn't come on till ten.
0: It was more of your cool because you figured out how to program that weird fucking.
1: You tape were box. a wizard. Yeah. You were the the Merlin of technology if you knew how to fucking do that. Just even the program the clock, mine flashed fucking those little all eights hash lines yeah. or all eights or all. T- yeah. or t- it was noon or midnight, uh-huh. you know, every time of day. Um. But th- this was the beginning of how we changed. How and it, it's funny, like how we watch TV. It's not like something that was around for the longest time. So right. I'm gonna go say, let's say 1980, mm-hmm. um, 80 to 85, and then 85 is when it's, it like it started building. And from like in the early 80s, you had your people that either they had their money or they're the tech people or they they were into this. And then by 85, that's when it started. The late 80s when it started picking up with. More people. Right. It, it became, it, it was like your microwave. Yeah, it just right. became another home appliance. Right. This everyone had I'm a
0: VCR, at. your one VCR. And then it became everyone had a VCR per room. Then who didn't have a VCR per room? And it was like, then it became, you still have a VCR. And yeah.
1: Well, and then fact, it became, it, it you had funny. like us. In, in doing my research, Googling this, <clears throat> I kept getting the same couple articles from like 2016 ish when people did surveys. Mm hmm. And they said something around 60% of people still have a VCR in their home. Now, I have multiple. I have, like, three VCRs. I got a Betamax. But I have, like, a, a dub deck set up. So that doesn't count. Right. But, like, a lot of people still have a VCR in I their home. I don't even... If I didn't have a
0: PlayStation 4, I wouldn't even have a DVD player.
1: That's very true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> okay, one of the things people might have used these VCRs for, Squeezer, is... Uh, watching uh, certain movies with big boxes of tissues and um, you'll know as soon as you hear this what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: Thanks for bringing. I, wow, I wasn't able to. Gonna, I was going to be able to do the rest of the show. <laughs> I was going to be a weepy mess. Ah, we oh,
0: you we bastard! Uh this is back in the day when they actually used children to play children in movies. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes those children get murdered and they can't reprise their roles, uh, which happened in say- the.
1: You say that with a chuckle? Well, oh, no. I, that, that, that made me laugh. You're a monster. <laughs> you made me laugh. We, we covered this in a previous show, and I could
0: barely get through it. I know. It is sad. Uh, let me get to it. You keep making me laugh, you jerk. Uh, the girl who played... Um, I, I forget her character's name, in All Dogs Go to Heaven. You probably know it.
1: Uh... I'm drawing a blank now, because now I'm just thinking of Fievel. <laughs> uh,
0: Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. Yeah, yeah. And the girl who played Anne-Marie was murdered shortly after the movie was p- produced. And they pay tribute to her in the credits of the movie. But I'm talking specifically Don Bluth Animation, which kind of kick-started the animation renaissance of the 1980s.
1: You can thank him for Disney.
0: Yeah, Disney's output um, came from them wanting to compete with Don Bluth. He started with the Secret of Nim, uh, which I I read rumors and reports that they're tr- they've been trying to remake since uh, 2015, hmm. and um, at, to to no success. <laughs> So he worked at, Don Bluth worked at Disney and was disillusioned by it. And then he went to uh, basically start his own production studio. And, uh, in 1982, they adapted Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, which was the secret of Nim, which was which was really dark Mm -hmm. and you'll see a pattern in these movies, uh, he then went on to do an American tale, which somewhere out there is from, mm-hmm. uh, featuring Five Mouskowitz, And uh, people who haven't seen this movie incorrectly think it takes place in Nazi Germany. It's not true. It takes place way before that in the uh, late 1800s in, in uh, uh, Russia. Uh, um, they, uh, I believe. Yeah, they,
1: they come over on a wooden ship.
0: Yeah, right. And uh, what well, people who haven't seen it assume it is. Oh, um, okay. From whatever i How have
1: you not seen American Tale?
0: I know, right? Well, people draw well, correlations to it in Mouse, the uh, oh. comic book we've talked about. But Mouse is, yeah, Mouse is, uh, the mice are the Jewish mice and the, the um, cats are uh, the Nazis. Uh, but in American Tale, it takes 1885 uh, up russian pogroms which were state-sponsored attacks on jewish villages in russia and um instead of the, the russians that were attacking the Jews were the cossacks but in the movie they're the cats acts <laughs> uh, so uh they think that um they want to get to america for the same reason squeeze would want to get to america thinking the streets were paved with cheese
1: yes and there are no cats in america
0: yeah, but there are. Uh, yeah, it th- turns out. Turns out. Uh, but you could fight back against them in America, uh, which they did. And uh, mm-hmm. so Fival, who illegally came over to the country in a bottle, would uh, <laughs> get back to his family.
1: And eventually move west.
0: And eventually <laughs> move <laughs> west in a not better movie. Um, oh, come on. As a kid, though, you loved it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just another... Final movie. Uh, so then uh, he went on to do uh, a little movie called Land Before Time. More Tears? More Tears Abound. Uh, I don't know if this was the culmination of tears. I mean, the movie starts off pretty quick. Littlefoot's mom dies at the hand of Sharptooth. Um, right? Is, is Sharptooth right, right in the beginning of it? Yep.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoilers.
0: Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen Land Before Time. And uh, he has, you know, a couple buddies that he has to uh, travel with. Makes for great um, Pizza pre- Hut puppets? P- pizza Hut puppets and, and, and dolls you could buy at Macy's. Yeah. I had uh, uh, the, the Petri doll, the pterodactyl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but ducky and sarah would follow littlefoot uh crossed the land before time oh goodness and there's the one that brings out the most tears all dogs go to heaven
1: yeah this was just a punch to the eye sockets um, tear ducks. i was trying to think what makes tears yeah the eye sockets
0: sure uh then he had so uh People that he did, I I think he did it with a different studio because Universal put out, obviously, because there's a Spielberg, um, an American tale, and he didn't like distribution or something or other and wound up going with uh, a different studio. (coughs) Movie tells a a gambler dog who's on a, a Creole New Orleans gambling boat And winds up dying, and um, him and his little con man buddy wind up meeting this girl, Anne-Marie, and doing good things instead of bad things to get Charlie back to heaven. Because Charlie comes back because he's not done. He can't get into heaven. Even though it says all dogs go to heaven, some dogs get dragged down by these shadow things to, I believe, hell.
1: Yeah, it's like a a doggy purgatory. Mm Mm-hmm
0: a yeah, doggy purgatory. And uh the saddest part, I think one of the saddest parts in the movie is when Itchy's crying because he's all alone and Charlie sees it as the ghost.
1: hmm Yeah. Oh, uh, for me, it's the, the goodbye is the I can't watch oh, it. Oh yeah, without. the goodbye. Yeah. And and people are like, oh my god, up is so sad. I'm like, are you kidding me? Th- this was that's one movie. Try every movie when you were a kid. Yeah, right.
0: Up still, up still the satisfy minutes to start a movie in the history of movies.
1: Uh, I think I, I think the audience will oh, agree with oh, me oh, there. Like the beginning, yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair enough. I I mean I maybe it's just sentimental, but I I would put all do- I cry over all dogs go to heaven before I cry over up, but because I like dogs more than people. But, but well, who doesn't? But, fair enough.
0: But um
1: Yeah, that that is uh, just a when he asked her
0: to take care of itchy,
1: Yeah.
0: And then Anne Marie goes to sleep.
1: Bye, Charlie. Ah, oh!
0: uh, King Gator eats Carface. And you think he's gonna be there with him, but no.
1: Yeah, they didn't they didn't mess around. Like they treated kids. Like, they knew they were making these movies for kids, right? <coughs> were they? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don Bluth liked kids, I think.
1: Because <laughs> the... Like, even, like, American Tail. Like, the, the the, storm scene. Like, that scared the hell out of me as a kid. Yeah. Coming over in the boat. Coming boat in the this... boat. Yeah, it was terrifying.
0: Yeah, uh, Don Bluth really uh, kind of bottomed out after uh, the 1980s because he really... He had some more projects um, he, after, but '89 was All Dogs Go to Heaven. He
1: had Rocket Doodle, o- Oliver, one of his. No, Oliver and Company. No, that's was that a he, Disney movie. Chant-
0: it's a Disney. That was uh, Billy Joel. Uh, Enchantress thought he was involved in that too.
1: He was not. Uh, there's one that what, there's something along those lines that I'm thinking of. Maybe it's just Oliver and Company's I a great movie. Billy Joel.
0: Why should I worry? <laughs> Um, but he did Rocket Doodle. Maybe that's what you're thinking.
1: Oh yes, Rocket Doodle. <laughs> yeah, we talked. do we talk Rocket Doodle? Mm, possibly. Or it might have been on my short
0: list. Thumbelina, A Troll in Central Park, The Pebble and the Penguin, Anastasia, Bartok, The Magnificent. Anastasia is pretty good. I never saw it. And yeah. then Titan A.E. Did I see
1: Titan
0: A.E two thousand. But yeah, he kind of yeah. hit a crescendo in nineteen eighty nine, I believe. I would say that Don Bluth was very much an eighties fad.
1: Oh, yeah. And and that's what you wouldn't have basically ninety percent of your Disney princesses are a result of that. No. Cinderella and all those kids before Well no, no. Yeah, but think about that. So so name name all your Disney princesses that you know, all your your core that came before Little Mermaid Snow in the White. 80s. Snow, Snow White. White, Cinderella Sleeping Beauty. Is that it? Yeah. All right, man. And then all the others came. Well, how
0: many are there, really?
1: Ah, there's like 50 of them now. Watch Sweet. Wreck-It Ralph.
0: I did. I saw it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I, all those princesses all but... Three of them are
0: so. Ariel, like, the the uh, beauty. mm mm-hmm. um, The beauty for Beauty and the Beast.
1: Uh, Belle. Belle. She has a name.
0: Um, you're making me not think. Mulan. Yep. Uh, Pocahontas. Yep. Um, and, and
1: uh, all in the nineties.
0: And. The frozen
1: one. Yeah, there, there too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, most of them. Uh, most of them uh, surfaced after it. Little Mermaid was, uh, uh, was. I think it was Little Mermaid, right? And then Aladdin.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty was and the Beast.
1: Aladdin. Somewhere in there, it's that's the the. Oh, I Earth forgot Aladdin. I forgot
0: um, Aladdin's princess. Yep. Jasmine.
1: Jasmine. Yep. Look at so me. yeah, that was that was the big Disney princess boon came out of that.
0: Pretty cool. All right, here's your next pick, there, handsome.
1: Last week we bought this great new VCR at Circuit City. They guarantee if we find a lower price within thirty days, they'll refund the difference plus ten percent. I'm going to find a lower price. Right, Harold i found it <laughs> oh yeah, it's a circuit city sale don't they pay anyway they pay anyway even on their own sale that's some guarantee hmm? you're brilliant
0: circuit city the intelligent choice what did you pick bad commercials
1: oh come on it was yeah it was bad <laughs> Well, no. I wanted to. I should have preemptively mentioned something that the clip will have nothing to do. Well, it has something to do with it. That's where I was going with it. So you got a VCR, right? (laughs) Yes. And also, I just wanted to play a Circuit City ad. Uh, you got a VCR. You got a TV. Yeah,
0: I have all those things. Yeah,
1: you got a a big ass stereo, right? Oh, gotta. Because you have, you know, you got your tape deck. You also have your 5-disc CD changer. Okay, we're getting a little... We're coming up in, you know, late 80s, early 90s. All right. Uh, and then you also have all your, your your EQs and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And your separate tuner. Mm-hmm. And your turntable. Sure. You know, because y- you need all all that. Right. Um, and some kind of router thing that, you know, goes in there. and then, uh, And big-ass stack speakers... Um, That are like three foot tall. Uh Where where do you keep all this stuff? Um, In your fantasy.
0: We weren't rich. We didn't have all these things.
1: Oh. Oh, come on.
0: We had a TV and a VCR. Where'd you keep that then?
1: I'm I'm trying to, you
0: know. Oh, uh, in our living room, I think.
1: Oh, gee. What was in your living room then that you kept it all on? oh and, inter- and all your and all your tchotchkes <laughs> <The> inter- <laughs> entertainment center there you go so, <coughs> i have one of those now
0: downstairs
1: do you yeah like an an old school one or wow, like a, a reasonable sized one no that, it's, it's it's even
0: bigger than than, than <laughs> it's huge it's because it know has what? a 70
1: inch television it's funny that you like but is, is it the full wraparound with the i don't know i don't look around when i'm in your house yeah, it's I mean
0: it, there's like stuff all around it. There's a shelf above it, huh. a shelf on each side. I
1: did see that they are making a comeback now. Yeah, everyone's got a um,
0: entertainment center.
1: Well, I just have a, a, a small one. Well, no, I, not everyone because you can if you have a house that isn't 100,000 years old, you can mount it to your damn wall if you wanted to. Yeah,
0: we didn't want to do that. I like the, um, the entertainment center is a good look.
1: Yeah. Yeah, within reason. Um <laughs> Because throughout the eighties, and then in the nineties, they just became monstrosities, and and we had one, and and at least now, <laughs> it, it's made of yours is somewhat like a quality material. Yeah. To an extent, um, but back then you would have just these particle board, cardboard, um, cam and pin, just monstrous ours was probably what it was seven foot high and probably nine feet long like it was the entire length of the wall Jeez, and it had to be like three feet deep you know yeah well so, yeah because now 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 it makes sense they're a little shallower because you know you have a flat screen tv when you had a behemoth crt right the thing uh, was yeah. as deep
0: as it was tall. Even, yeah, even and then deeper. it would
1: collect all that heat would generate, and it would collect all that dust, and you'd get the burn marks in the back. Yeah. from And because of that, it, and you had all the shelving in there, so you had to have a rack system because you couldn't just have the TV. You needed all the accoutrement to go with it. Right. And then it was just an invitation for every tchotchke on the planet uh, or <sighs> pictures of loved ones. Ugh. Uh, up there to distract you from staring at the TV.
0: Well, yeah, you gotta have pictures of loved ones.
1: Nah, just away I see them all the time. <laughs> um, but then for us at Christmas, that's when we would gut the whole thing, and my mom collected those um, those houses uh, that you put estate. out at Christmas. Oh, uh, uh, what the hell were they? Uh, fuck, what was the name of them? I'll think of it later. Um, but she would make like little um, uh, dioramas in all the little cubbies. So like there was the schoolhouse one, and the church one, and the little neighborhood with the pond, Aww. and the oh god, and it was like the entire thing, uh, like took over and became this like wintry, tiny little scene around our our giant square TV.
0: Well, that sounds fun.
1: Yeah, it was fun. I after a while, I started getting in the, you know doing it myself because it was basically like you know doing my little scene sets all yeah, right yeah this and of course so- then you have the nice big cabinet underneath with the, for your vhs storage and if you were lucky you got the one with the actual like uh the shelving on the door as well right. so you could stack all your tape and that's the door is where you kept all your good tapes <clears throat> like not not the pre-recorded ones that you made but the ones that you know come with a sleeve. That way, you open up your door and you get like its own your own little blockbuster right there.
0: Yeah. And usually, all the tape you wanted to watch was in the back, so you had to pull out everything to get to it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it worked. It was work. Yeah. Well. TV took energy.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then oh, you had to rewind it, and it was on one of those six hours SLP tapes at the beginning of it. <laughs>
1: Uh, see you wouldn't have had that problem with beta no um and me i started because you know me i like to finagle things and rewire so i got to the point where it got kind of rickety because i would this monstrous thing i would slide and i'd slide it forward and i'd be crawling around in the back of it and then it's like starting to tip and shit and you can hear stuff like the picture frames knocking over as i'm back there right crawling along on the wall and like Reaching my hand through all the little punch outs in the cardboard that's packed <laughs> to the back of it that holds it together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was like my little, my little, ra- little, rattle rattle. actually was smart. And he just built his, he built like a faux wall out was in the basement. Hold on, you
0: broke up a bit. What was that again?
1: Uh, my grandfather, he just okay. built a wall in the basement and built it all into the wall with a little door that he could go into and basically had a little uh like a what now it, lo- it would store. look like a server room now like a maintenance room. Um, yeah yeah but yeah he could go back there and he would wire everything and patch everything because he had all his stuff that he got from working with sony and all kinds of cheat boxes and descrambler scrambler and all, all the fun stuff that he would you know collect over the years it was back there um and it was a sweet little setup but now it's like you We we tried my other grandparents one that we tried buying them a flat screen TV one year, but they refused to get rid of their current entertainment center. Yeah. So you had to buy them a flat screen that would fit in there, which means they're actually getting a smaller TV now. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So there's all yeah, so and they ended up just they hated it. It's like this is too small and why is the picture all wide like that? I want my square, so it was a tough move. Now there were people, and I kn- I've known people to do this. There's someone. It, it wasn't a full entertainment center. It was. It was this. Just goes to the particle board furniture, uh, like one of those uh, microwave carts. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at. It, I'm like something's not right here, and it's kind of flimsy. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. There's no backing on this. The car, Where's the yeah, cardboard that, backing that thing that you
0: took like tiny little nails and pounded on the back of it basically yeah. held the whole structure of the, the yes. piece.
1: Well, they go. <clears> I <throat> thought it made it look cheap, yeah, well. so I didn't put it on. Yeah. And then they threw a, they threw a microwave on top of it, and the whole thing's like racking to the side. That's a load I'm bearing like, piece of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the most important part of this right now. Uh, and they're like, well, it, it made it look cheap. I'm like, it it's a a. $15 it is particle cheap. board microwave <clears throat> cart. The right. cardboard on the back is not going to make a difference making it look cheap. It is going to make a difference holding <clears throat> it together. Probably but Yeah, not. that was... And it, and it was the only way you could square it up too. <laughs> but yeah, those... I don't miss putting that stuff together. No, no. It's not fun. And especially what... you, you put in the pegs like too far and it no. bursts out the side and now you have like a little bulge on the coming out of the laminate.
0: Well, that's why uh, we when we bought our entertainment center. We paid for it to. to it, if you get delivery, they'll put it together for you. Oh. Yeah. So that's what we did.
1: Uh, I gotta I get a dresser eventually, and I just don't like the options that I see in the stores. So I'm just gonna go that route. But I don't think Amazon sends someone to put it together for you, do they?
0: Yeah, you can get that. It's called expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Installation. Does it cost more? (coughs) Uh huh.
1: Forget it. Forget it.
0: Uh, Cool. Uh, All right. So I've talked Don Bluth Animation. I've talked uh, WrestleMania. I've talked Nintendo. Um, This kind of fits my theme of what I thought were kind of fads of the 1980s. And um, boy, did it die out. uh, But there was a point where. it was uh, uh, the most important thing. It's ...away from switching to the redundant set sequencer. T-minus 27 seconds. We have gone for redundant set sequencer start. T-minus 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15, 14, 13. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, six five four we've gone for main engine start we have main engine start.
1: ladies and gentlemen rock and roll
0: you might not you might have thought oh he's talking nasa no no, no. <laughs> i
1: i thought you're going that right that way
0: no, this is how MTV came on the air originally when it launched back in the early '80s. Uh, what kids—I I don't know that if there's anyone who listens to our show who doesn't know what MTV used to be. But what it was was they played music videos. It was <laughs> MTV stood for Music Television, and um, now I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, you want to watch a music video? You go to YouTube. If you want to watch yeah. garbage television, I'm sorry for anyone who watches it, but
1: oh come on!
0: I work there. At some there's form.
1: some okay. Yeah, I was gonna say there's some hardworking people there, but
0: oh, so as soon as I said I work there, you're like no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think I have some friends that might still be there. I don't know, I haven't talked to them since college.
0: No, if you if they were at... no, they're not there. Trust me.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, MTV's all we about gouse.
0: the turnaround. Ugh. Like crank them in, crank them out. Everybody wants to work at MTV. Yeah, yeah, that's what they—that's uh, what they think. <clears throat> so, in August first, nineteen eighty-one, they launched with that, and uh, "Video Killed the Radio Star" was the first music video they—they they played, and reality TV killed the music video. <laughs> <laughs> so they had VJs, and they were MTV uh, Video Music Awards. Uh, events happen like like talking about moments would happen on mtv shows um <clears throat> they would have uh, a big part of pop culture and uh playing a video that might have been been like dubbed risque uh was also a uh a big thing on mtv and they also were into like the safe sex initiative is a response to the, you know, AIDS epidemic that happened mm-hmm. in, in 1985. Um, so there was a lot of like, like it was very much like counterculture, or, um, a youth movement, uh, things that people wouldn't talk about in the eighties. Like sex was, oh, you're talking about it on MTV. <clears throat> and um, apparently they broke something called the color barrier. Uh, the first few years, there was very few black artists in rotation, and I was always uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, Eddie Grant, Donna Summer, you know, the, the usuals. And mm-hmm. um, uh, but there was too much, uh, they rejected black artists videos such as Rick James, Super Freak because they fit, they didn't meet fit the album oriented rock, mm-hmm. um. So this exclusion uh, pissed off Rick Games. <laughs> he did a lot of cocaine back then, too. So it, it might have been the exclusion and the cocaine. <laughs> so he uh, publicly advocated for the addition of more black artists and uh, our videos on the channel. And um, David Bowie actually questioned MTV's lack of playing black artists on air with VJ Mark Goodman. VJs were DJs, but they didn't actually do anything but stand there and kind of act like pompous douchebags
1: kind of like a dj
0: yes but dj's yeah well yeah i guess <laughs> <True>. well
1: now <laughs> i mean there there there's there are djs and then there are djs like i could call them, i can go set up a laptop boot up itunes and click play and say i'm a dj yeah and then there are people that do the little thing where they mix stuff and yeah. turn things and you know? yeah, wicka 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 you know
0: yep wicka 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 uh, the party line at MTV was that they weren't playing black music because of research, <clears throat> but uh, the Carolyn Baker said years later it was just because they were ignorant, young, cutting edge, and uh, unfortunately they're on the cutting edge of, she said, racism, <laughs> even though she herself was black. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and it, it was her herself who rejected Rick James, Super Freak and it was because there was a half-naked woman in it, and it was a piece of crap, as she said.
1: Oh, well, that's...
0: She said, as a black woman, I don't th- want that representing my people as the first black video on MTV.
1: Hmm, fair enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. They played a lot of uh. uh those countdowns in the summer, um, and that, that was when you got to see, like, the videos you didn't see in a while. Mm-hmm. So it was a day, all right, I'm going to... You know, we had MTV blocked in our house, but when you're at your buddy's house and he had MTV, you'd be laying there. You uh, air- blocked it? Oh, yeah. Jeffrey had it blocked. He had a it was something called a cable trap, which was this like silver tube. He also had one on uh, the Playboy Channel. Figured well, out. Well, I get, get I get, I get that.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> how many times? And then he would just disconnect it at night after the kids went to bed.
0: I, I think he did. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I figured out how to get it off, and I showed my brother. And I'm like, you got to make sure you figured out how to get it off. Figured out how to take the trap off. And I showed my brother how to take the trap off. And I'm like, you just have to put it back on when you're done with it. And to this day, I swear, he was the one who left the trap off. And my dad saw it. So then he got programmable cable boxes that blocked it out. We need a four-digit code. Figured out his four-digit code. My dad's... (laughs) You know, it he was kind of easy. It's code to use for everything. So. There was a, a Zenith. Remember that company? I do. Yeah, they made cable boxes, televisions, cable. They made a cable modem. Our first cable modem was about the size of an NES.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, MTV was a huge pioneer in uh, a lot of stuff, like spring break coverage and <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think MTV made Spring Break what Spring Break is in a lot of people's minds, like Spring Break.
1: Yeah, between that and uh, uh, what the hell were they? Uh, Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, but that
0: came years later.
1: Well, yeah, I get, yeah. All right, Girls Gone Wild is a result of MTV's coverage of Spring Break.
0: Yeah, that's true. All
1: right, so thank you, MTV.
0: Yeah. Uh, live, They did a li- lot of live concerts on MTV when they still did music. They had their formatted music series, like 120 Minutes, which had all alt-rock, which is one of my favorites. Headbangers Ball. Uh, Yo, MTV Raps. MTV Unplugged. Uh, a lot of cool stuff back in the day. Um, I don't know if they play any music at all now.
1: Uh, I don't even know where if it I even have it. I'm sure it's there, but I scroll through and I don't look for channels. I look for you know programming, and there that just means that there's nothing at the air that ever catches my interest. So
0: yeah, I think I'm an old curmudgeon-y man now. Yeah, uh, being an old curmudgeon, um, even when they had animation that that came in the '90s with mm-hmm. Beavis and Butthead and uh, Liquid Television. Uh, and then
1: even Beaus and Bud had played videos though
0: yes he did uh, absolutely um, but uh like it kept up with it then uh, real world launched and in the first season they showed you what it was like they you know inside the house of the however many strangers living together then at some point they realized people didn't want to see the real world they wanted to see a bunch of beautiful people in the minds of network execs put together Mm in situations. They basically wanted to see a fantasy world. Yes. That's what they craft with these.
1: And also they realized it takes a lot of time and money to just have people sit around and record them and get something out of it when you can just stage it all.
0: Right. (laughs) And by staging it all, you're not, they're not necessarily acting, but they're put in situations where, okay, this is what's going to happen. And this is what you guys are going to react. This is how you guys are going to react. And mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. <clears throat> so there's nothing real about those reality shows. Not that anyone didn't know that. I'm not aware of that available. No. But yeah, that's uh, a trend, a fad of the 1980s for me. Squeezer, you're ready for your next one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: New fruit corners, fruit roll-ups, real fruit and fun rolled up in one. You can peel them, you
1: can fold them. Fruit corners. You can tear them, you can share them. Fruit roll You can rock them, you can roll them
0: you can really get to know them. new fruit corners fruit roll-ups are the chewy snacks made with real fruit that you unroll feel and chew new fruit corners fruit roll-ups real fruit fun rolled up in one real fruit fun rolled up in one
1: ah uh, yeah fruit snacks um yeah it, no it's it's funny um it never even occurred to me until i actually started like you know looking into this and, you know, you, you mom would pack your lunch, you know, to go to school, and you get like a little sandwich or something like that, maybe a a banana or, uh, I, I don't know. But in it, sometimes, if you're lucky, you got fruit snacks. Like a little pouch of uh, <clears throat> some kind of gummy fruit snack or a fruit roll-up or fruit by the foot or something like that, because it's a fruit snack, right? Because are the good people at uh, you know, General Mills or Kellogg's or you know, they told you, hey, it's a fruit snack and there's fruits on fruit on the packaging, and you're getting your daily dose of fruit. And yes. it's fun. Yes. It's candy. And it that's is. all it is. Oh it's yeah. It's candy. Yep. for,
0: for some just, reason your parents would buy you this. Like a box of this and it'd be okay. But if you ask for gummy bears, no, no, no. That's candy.
1: Gummy bears are better for you. I, just, I read that. There's more protein in gummy bears than in most uh, of most other fruit snacks. Um, So th- know what the difference is between your <clears throat> average fruit snack? In well, the most part. Fruit snack and like candy? You okay. What's that? I don't. I'm asking you. Oh, uh, I'm losing my voice again. Uh, Get that thing back. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> drinking tea like Captain Picard over here. Uh, marketing. Mm. That's the only difference. Oh, and occasionally, I guess, to call it fruit snacks, they would use um, sugar derived from, like, grape juice or apple juice oh, Okay. versus, um, like, corn syrup. Mm. It doesn't matter. It's the same... Thing in the in the end. Well, there
0: were some of them that were fruit corners, especially the a commercial you played. Uh, they would uh, basically use they'd use juice, but it would be, basically mean the it would be the pulp of fruit. It'd be there would be seeds in it, and you get some fiber.
1: Yeah, there there were some. There there were those were the outliers. Um, gushers weren't exactly. Uh, oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. or, but uh, they were a fruit snack. Yeah. Believe it or not. And you think back, it's like, oh, yeah, gosh, we say, no, 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 no. It, you do, don't use the word fruit. It's just a snack. Um, there were a couple lawsuits that came later in the last couple of years um, citing, you know, uh, poor uh, miss. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Misinformation? Yeah, something along those lines. Look, let's just suck it up in a minute we were all had and thank goodness for that because it was delicious and i got candy in my lunch every day at school right. i wonder and it this way but it, they weren't around forever it wasn't until it was <clears throat> the term fruit snack was actually coined by general mills in 83
0: oh you could still that get the them time. now like they still sell mm-hmm. fruit they still sell fruit snacks
1: oh yeah Oh, and okay. you can still get them now. It's just... I think people are a little more aware now.
0: Yeah, the aisle shrank. What's out there? It's a smaller the, section. Yeah.
1: Or what they started doing was you have, like, uh, Annie's and all those other ones, or you label it organic. hmm And all that is is the exact same thing, only you got certified organic juice that you extracted the sugar from. Yes. So, again... <laughs> and it, they're delicious don't get me wrong it's delicious sugar. Um, but still at that point in hindsight i'm like man they could have just thrown a box of mike and ike's in my bag and it would have been the exact same thing mm-hmm. do you know how odd, how cool i would have been at school if i showed up with some hot tamales <laughs> yeah oh, i would have been i would have been the most popular kid in school yeah i think so uh, And we got there are some others too Like, and then uh what was it uh Remember, the, I was going to use a commercial for the Sunkiss fruit snacks,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, fun fruits. Um, but I decided to go with the original. So that, this commercial was actually, that was the first <clears throat> uh, fruit roll-up uh, commercial out there. That's, and that's before they, they dropped the, um, the name off the front of it. Um, but yeah, that, this was like a, a standard. Like this kind of took off. And it's like, oh, wow, we can give our kids fruit and it's fun. And um, it was also convenient too. I think the convenience was the big thing above all of it. Oh
0: <clears throat> it was convenient to just pull a pack out of a uh
1: a box and throw it in lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and it doesn't go bad. Like, you know, you can have a I do it all the time. Just go buy fruit. Oh, here's fruit. We're gonna eat fruit. And then, you know, a week, two weeks later, you're like, what the hell is this? Why is it fuzzy? You know, and away it goes. So away it
0: goes. Um, all right, here's my next pick. I think is it my last one? Let's see. I did uh, M T. Yeah,
1: because because you went out of order and and Reddits Furious.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I did go out of order, and uh, yeah, here's my last one. So I don't really have a uh, a. Uh, commercial or anything to play for uh, this. So I'm just going to scroll through here. i got a, a bunch of 80s commercials. Let's see if I find a good one. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's one. Here's a good one. Um, potting it up now. I'm
1: fresh breath longer than Big Red.
0: So kiss a little longer Laugh a little longer Stay close a little longer Longer with
1: Big Red That's Big Red Fresh
0: So well, I'm not talking about Big Red. I'm talking about Puffy Paint. <laughs> oh. So Puffy Paint, <laughs> I think. And what what was I going to play? What clip was I going to play to demonstrate to the world that Puffy Paint? I don't know if it came in the '80s, but it was certainly a fad of the '80s. There's a lot of like fashion things that were, or like art things that were kind of '80s, like uh, those weird. A painting, there's like, you know, those weird uh, simplified, um, fuck, I forget what the name of it, paintings, uh, neon, anything neon, <laughs> mm-hmm. a day glow, but uh, puffy paint was something my mom would go to the craft store and buy and use for everything. And so it came in this little uh, thing, a uh, like plastic container with a pull off the cap, and there's a tip that you could use to draw with this puffy paint. And then it'd dry, and it it would puff up, and, and kind of leave like a, uh, a, a uh, like a puffed line. Like you could like mm-hmm. make a design, and it would it would uh, it would like you, it was really easy to like design your own clothes, I guess, with puffy paint, which my mom did. <laughs> uh, so I have a picture. Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. So squeeze her.
1: Yeah, Ryan's <laughs> sneezing right now. And he's gonna. Ha- he has a picture of himself so wearing my, a pink shirt with purple puffy paint on it.
0: Uh, wait, no, it's it's a black shirt with white puffy oh. paint. My mom, oh, wow, my mom did the contrast. Batman logo.
1: Oh, oh, that's adorable. And I think
0: she put my name on it. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. So yeah, I, she gave him my secret identity.
1: That that was a that was a big thing back in the day. I remember, like you had the. There was a, a PSA I remember watching in school where they are telling you not to wear, don't wear anything with your name on it.
0: Yeah, I did that. That's
1: how stra- strangers walk up and it's like, oh, hi, Ryan. And you're like, how do you know my name? It's like, I know your parents. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think
0: they just wanted me to remember my name. <laughs> more than anything. Was it
1: on the back, though, so you're constantly trying to turn your head around?
0: No, no, they didn't torture me. They put it right around okay. the front. I don't know. It just uh, see
1: you chasing your tail, you trying to go figure out what your at, name was.
0: You could go ahead and look at this picture. I'll post it, but I don't know what's worse the bulk the bowl cut I'm rocking, or uh,
1: I know that bowl cut,
0: or the puffy paint Ryan T-shirt Batman logo. This must have been right around ninety two after Batman Returns came out. Uh, but yeah, puffy paint was a trend. And I, are you I, sending that picture? Yeah, I sent. I texted it to you. I I sent it over the internet to you.
1: Oh, oh, and oh, okay. I moved that out of the way.
0: Not on Skype. I, I sent it via text message.
1: Oh. Oh, I didn't
0: get it. Internet message. Internet protocol. Yeah. Why isn't it not going? What the oh. hell?
1: Um. Next on the Rad podcast, waiting for text messages.
0: Oh, it it's. Who did I send that to? <laughs> uh, I, 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 oh, there. No, it didn't go. Um, all right. Well, we'll keep going. Uh, I will. I basically wanted to do this as like is obviously a a fad of the nineteen eighties, but more um, more than that, it was a uh, a reason to post a picture of me in a ridiculous puffy paint t-shirt with my name on it and the batman logo i know some of our (laughs) our friends uh dork Knight 85 is gonna love this this picture uh oh here um, it is let's see thought it come through (laughs) do you like my brother's jams
1: yeah what is your what's that on his those pants
0: those are jams. S- <coughs> oh. Those are super cool shorts. Those are off-brand jams. I- right?
1: off-brand jams. Yeah. Do you oh, like? Oh, look at your little baseball. Baseball cake. birthday cake. Yeah, we liked it. Uh uh-uh. like I like backpack. how you're pointing at yourself. Like I'm Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm a special. You, I was a special. Were you kid. just get? Were you just getting done saying all righty then? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that was a thing yet. Um, <laughs> you were ahead of your time.
0: Yeah, I don't know if uh, if uh, that came onto the scene yet, but yeah, puffy paint. I'll, I'll post this on Instagram. You all have a good laugh at me and my
1: oh yeah, uh, we will my
0: puffy paint shirt. Um, okay, I like you got a little bit of a cowlick going on in the back there too. Yeah, yeah, I was very much That's... yeah. That was more of not a bowl cut as much of a uh, bad haircut with. Uh, <laughs> yeah
1: oh, that's a door. Uh, I'm looking at that. bat. hey <clears throat> she did a good job with the
0: logo. Yeah, my mom had an artistic streak to her. Uh, my dad, if he tried to do that, it would have looked like I, I I couldn't even tell you, but me she uh, yeah, she made a <laughs> it's my custom Batman oh. shirt. I love that shirt too. I wore it all the time.
1: I love I love those hot dog tongs. You don't see those like you used to back in the day. Hot dog tongs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah, is that what those I are? don't know if they still make, put, a, put those out there like that. I think they do. Do they? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that's they
0: Sloppy Joe in that uh, crock pot back there, too. I was going to ask. I hope so. Yeah, I would think it's just Sloppy Joe. Yeah, the birthday wasn't complete without a custom cake, some balloons and a crock pot of sloppy joe. Our birthdays were in the summer, so it was it was a barbecue, you know. Oh, nice. Dad would fire up the grill, make some hot dogs, sloppy joe, and we run
1: around outside like madmen uh for, you know, till the day wan- waned. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, you just go wild. Not even you didn't even need a structured party. You're outside. Just eh, go figure it out. Right. At some point, we'll open up presents. I have like a close-up
0: of the cake, too. I could could send everybody. It was a sports themed. Chris and I had the share of birthdays because his was July second, mine's July ninth. So mm. yeah, we were tasked with.
1: Uh, and America's birthday all at the same time.
0: Yeah. So, so you just
1: wrap up the Fourth of July picnic into your birthday as well. A
0: hundred percent. Yep. It was all in <laughs> one. Yep. Smart. Uh, yeah, there's a close up of the cake for you. I'll get that up there too. Uh. I don't know. It's from my aunt, um, uh, Anita Kelly. She has a podcast. Les, talk about books, baby. Uh, she talks to authors of LBGTQ uh, literature, and uh, she does a mighty fine job at that. If if you want to check that out, it's Where, on your podcast
1: app. Why is mind. there no shortstop? Uh, I think she ran out of guys. And, 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 and why are they playing on there? They're not playing off the bases. Yeah, well... Like playing. Why is the second base... Why is that... They're really guarding the lines here, Ryan. I know. Um, I, I, got, uh, Some big gaps there. Yeah, well... Mm-hmm. Some kind of shift. <laughs> that's why they're trying to
0: ban it, squeeze. It's not really... We, we just lost don't, all our listeners. you getting technical with
1: baseball. You, you want to get rid of the shift? Learn how to hit out of the... Don't hit into the shift. You're yeah. going to stop shifting. There you go. Done. Done. Learn how to pull
0: the ball. I'm sorry, all, all our listeners, that we're talking sports.
1: We're not talking sports. We're talking baseball. We're
0: talking baseball, that's true. We're talking about a game. <laughs> um, all right. So I'll post that picture. I had my I have my reason now, and uh, always looking for a new way to humiliate myself. And no. here is Squeezers last pick.
1: One, two, one, two. Larry, you know, this simple exercise can help you stay healthy, which keeps medical costs down. But you got to do it every day, Vince. <laughs> or you'll get out of shape fast.
0: <laughs> you could learn a lot from a dummy. Buckle your safety belt.
1: Are you okay, Garfield? Pete what? Venkman?
0: <laughs> yeah. Are you all right? Pete Venkman, Garfield... Uh, what's that? L- L- Lorenzo?
1: Lorenzo Music.
0: Lorenzo,
1: yeah. Yep. Lorenzo Music and uh, Jack Burns, who worked on uh, Muppet Show. Uh, they were the voices of Vincent, and Larry, uh, your crash test dummies, uh, who in uh, uh, 1985 uh, became – 85 or 86? 85. Um, were – launched to a campaign to buckle your safety belt, your seatbelt. Because back in the 80s, this was a thing. And, and before this, uh, no one wore seatbelts. And when I say no one, I mean in 1983, percentage-wise, how, how many people do you think wore their seatbelt in the U.S. in 83? Percentage? Percentage of American drivers. 20. Uh, lower. Fifteen. Fourteen. Wow. Yes. So <clears throat> they're realizing this is a problem. No one's wearing their seatbelt. And to me, like, this blows my mind. Like, because this is before our time. Like, now it's just commonplace. I don't even think twice about it. I get in and I put it on. It's just I- – I have friends that don't, and I feel weird. Like, I, if I sit in there, I need to put one on. Like, it's – yeah. I need to feel it against me. It's just this, it gets ingrained in you, and it's just a a feeling. And if it's not on, you feel, I feel out of place. That's because we
0: had the crash test dummies.
1: Yeah. Um, So so to show you that this worked, 83, 14%, 84, 14%, 85, 21%, all right? And now the crash test dummies PSAs are running uh 87 42 45 46 49 91 we jump and we're up to 59 percent and it starts raising throughout the 90s there are some years where it kind of drops back by a percentage here or there Mm -hmm. and in 2017 uh roughly uh 90 percent of u.s drivers uh buckle up now it also has to go with they enforce it now you know and stuff, but I, I think it just became commonplace After a while And whatever they tried They could not succeed In trying to get people to start Buckling up And they would do the uh, scare tactic For the longest time With just showing horrific accidents you know, And people getting thrown through windshields And you know Brutal violent scenes of car accidents Like wear your seatbelt Or this will happen to you And no one pays attention to that stuff <laughs> so um, the National Transportation Safety Board, they're like, what the hell do we do? So they went to the Ad Council, and they developed this idea. Uh, originally, the crash test dummies were in the same situation. Like, They, they still couldn't get past this whole, like, oh, we're going to be victims of violence, and they didn't want to get in the car. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Uh, and they're like, hey, how about we make them like their job? Right. And so they went at it that way, and made it uh, comedic, and had a fun approach to it, and basically made a little short comedy sketch that people would then watch, because people want to be entertained. You know, if people don't. If people want to be scared, they go see a horror movie. People don't want to tune in and have you know be be lectured and berated. They're not gonna. You're not gonna pay attention. But if you have these guys doing shtick and it's funny. And then you get it in your head, buck your safety belt, you know, and you get in the car and it's like, oh, okay, remember the, you know, crash test dummies? And you do it. We And the big thing is, too, you, you push this on kids. Kids see this. You and I saw this.
0: Well, yeah, they made action figures. We're not going to listen to
1: our parents. And yeah, they made some awesome action figures. And Video they games. Made a, an amazing cartoon, Game Boy game.
0: Uh, dolls. It was, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to write more about my, um, <clears throat> uh, foreign exchange student came from Spain uh that one summer and he was enthralled by that what he called the Crash Test Dummies
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he just didn't that wasn't a thing that really translated <laughs> like what the hell are we so obsessed with these there was even a band called Crash Test Dummies yeah um yeah. the Crash Test Dummies
1: mm-hmm. but yeah they
0: they uh took off they were very popular
1: yeah but it, it it was it was huge with kids, um, and also school programs as well, um, really pushed it. And it was it was similar to um, <clears throat> they they tried doing it with uh, smoking campaigns too. Don't go after the adults; go after their kids, who then would nag the adults. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like there it, it was the thing. It's like, hey, mom, dad, put your seatbelt on, and they're like, ah, eh, whatever. And it's like, and then you're so irritating to the fact that you just irritate them into putting their seatbelt on. And they tried doing, like, smoking, too. I remember it as a kid. It's like, Dad, please stop smoking. He's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, that ended up. My parents... I always thought it was weird, though, because it was Vince and Larry, and my grandfather was Vince, and my dad was Larry. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was about um, smoking. Um, my parents didn't smoke, but we had ashtrays in the house, because guests would come over and smoke in our house. <laughs> How messed up is that i know right that's 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 a trend in the 80s too right there
1: that's... yeah we when we were cleaning out my grandparents house we found a whole bunch of like ashtrays and stuff like they they kept them because they cause they had all smoked but then they had all quit probably uh, 80s when i was younger i remember like they, they you know eventually aired the house out took years but yeah we, they saved all the ashtrays and these big ornate ashtrays that you know you'd have sitting around the house mm-hmm. um but yeah uh and now now uh Vincent larry they are immortalized they're in the uh, smithsonian uh and and i mean really i forgot what they said how many hundreds of thousands of lives that they saved um by going with this campaign and just icons and, and, and seriously, like if you want to, I actually have stats when we talk about trends of the 80s and to get, that is a trend from 83 to 90. You have a 35% increase. Uh, well, no, not, it raises 35%. I'm not going to try to pretend to do math. More people you know, wore seatbelts. More people wore seatbelts um, over those years and to the point where now almost everyone does.
0: Awesome. Good pick. Uh, yeah. These were some good '80s trends, and uh, it's been uh, a fun '80s month so far. We got more '80s coming at you uh, next week. With uh, what's our next week? '80s <coughs> junk food, '80s TV. Hold on, I have it uh, listed somewhere. We should really like <coughs> make a list, and instead of at the end of the show, start like randomly guessing what we're talking about next week. <laughs> In our show notes, have what we're talking about next week. So, because every week I go on to Gmail and I look up the email. Yeah, we,
1: we, we each have the email that we send back and forth to each other, and that's right. what we have to look up. And I
0: have to make sure I look up the right email address to Squeezer. I have two different squeezers, and then I pull it up, and and then I could easily say that next week is '80s music. Music, music. yes. We're talking '80s music, people. Woohoo! uh and we will have it for you uh next week because it's 80s month the month of april and it was very uh arbitrary why we did it but why not yeah why not talk 80s
1: wait is it actually 80s month or we just you just made that up no i just made it up oh i thought it was like really 80s month and you're just going with it
0: no no something i completely but it's gonna be a thing now if we can make it a thing.
1: yeah yeah if you just keep saying something's real it's eventually becomes yeah, it's real. real.
0: So we've got uh, uh, 80s music, movies, and then 80s junk food to round out the month. So those are our next three episodes for you. And then we've got some uh, I what I think is some fun stuff coming up ahead. Uh, but uh, we'll keep that for a later time. Uh, for now, let's just live in the 80s, people. Uh, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll see you next week.